You're listening to Cards to the Moon, a podcast about trading cards from both a collector and investor perspective. We hope you'll stick around for the ride as we take a deep dive into the state of the hobby, share some hot takes, hopefully some useful advice and fun stories along the way. Hey guys, welcome back to Cards to the Moon. My name is Clark from 5 Card Guys on Instagram and 5cardguys.com. With me co-hosting as usual is Hyung of Integrity Sports Cards, as well as John who is Trade You at Recess. All right, off the top today, with postseason action underway in Major League Baseball and eight teams remaining, and unfortunately, our Blue Jays aren't one of them, I want to ask you guys, First, who do you think will win the World Series out of the eight teams remaining? And two, if you are going to try to make a short-term flip from the remaining players in the playoffs, who would that be for you? Mm. That's, a, that's a good question. Um, I think, uh, I mean, anything could happen in the World Series, even though, you know, you got, you got I guess, the Braves and Dodgers, mm-hmm. I would say, as one of the f- favorites. Um and I mean, the Astros are right there as well. Uh, so, yeah. but anything can happen. It's playoff baseball, right? So that's the tricky yeah. part of kind of like, uh, narrowing down who is a good investment. Cause the Braves could be out in the first round. Milwaukee's not a, a slouch either, sure. right? So it's like, yeah. there's, uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm huge on Atlanta. I think they have such a fun team to watch. Uh, they have an amazing baseball culture in Atlanta. Um, if you're a Braves fan, you're a diehard Braves fan and, you know, it's very, very well known, uh, down south. The culture is different. They love baseball. Um, and, you know, they have an exciting young team. They have guys like Acuna, mm. who we talk about a lot on the pod that I think, uh, might be a little overpriced, but he could still go up during the playoffs depending on what he does. And it's exciting because the ring that he won last time, he wasn't even, you know, he was injured. He had the, the ACL right. injury. So, you know, it's going to be exciting to see Acuna shine in the, in, in, in the lights. Um, I really like, uh, guys like Mookie Betts. I think his prices are still relatively cheap. Um, mm-hmm. if I'm narrowing down like players like that, I like Mookie Betts where it's not too high of a gamble. He's on the Dodgers. They have a legit shot at, uh, at winning the World Series as well. So he's one guy that I think, um, you know, because I think relatively to what he's done in his career, he's relatively cheap still. So I think if if he keeps on producing, he could, you know, bump bump up. Uh, guys like Jordan Alvarez, Bryce Harper, kind of like the ideal candidates for me. Just stay, sticking with more of a kind of like even Austin Riley, for instance. Guys who, you know, can really do some damage to the baseball and you know, create that hype, but they're not, their prices aren't as high. So Acuna's yes. prices are high. So I would probably stay off him for that flip. Austin Riley, you could probably get a Bowman Chrome model in 2015 for like a PSA nine for like 170 bucks. So it's like, I could right. easily see Austin Riley going off, you know, hitting, you know, the way he does. Uh, and, you know, guys like Jordan Alvarez too, you know, these, uh, he's, he's been more quiet this year, but you know, his prices are cheap. Like just prices that uh, are players that prices haven't been into effect like the Otanis and, you know, uh, other type players that have the hype already baked in them. So I'm looking mm-hmm. at uh, kind of like those players, not 
kind of like out of the blue, you know, uh, like a Royce Lewis, for instance. Like I'm, I'm not going in, down that route. I'm, I'm going with this players like Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, you know, all those guys. If I'm doing a short term flip, right? Good choice. Yep. I think Hyung is right in that if you choose the teams that have very low odds of making it deep, you're in some trouble because I. You know, if you had picked Royce Lewis or you, I heard some people saying Josh, Josh Young, like, you know, kind of going for a rookie and hoping for the best. Um, I feel like it's a trap because most of the cards probably have seen like a slight bump because of a bit of playoff hype. So you already have that baked in and then you may have a tiny, you may have four days like before they get knocked out and it's done, right? Story's over. So I think it's dangerous for me. This year, the Braves... To me, I think they're just too heavily favored. And I think because people also think that, I, mm. I don't think people are, would be targeting anything other than Braves players, if we're being honest, right? So I, I feel like, you know, like Young said, Austin Riley, Matt Olson, Acuna, you know, Acuna is probably super expensive, but even still, I think I'd still rather do Acuna than pick a team that will get knocked out. You know, maybe the, my secondary team, would be on the other side of the token that would make the World Series, and that would probably be Houston, I'm guessing, is the best odds. And going after mm-hmm. somebody like Jordan Alvarez or something like that, I think that would be decent. But I think the hype is so on the Atlanta Braves to win it that it would be difficult for anything other than an Atlanta Brave player to to gain some sort of hype or notoriety in the playoffs unless something really, really special happens, right? Jordan hits a game winning, you know, like a, a walk-off home run, and then two nights later, he does another walk-off home run. Like, just something really spectacular has to happen for the, yeah. for them to get noticed. But other than that, like, if we're just playing the odds, um, I would... It sounds really boring, but to be honest, I'd rather just stick to Braves players because that's where the market's sort of leading right now. Yeah, I mean, that's not a surprise. And um, just to make this a little more exciting in terms of the segment, I'm not going to choose the Braves. <laughs> I'm going to go a little bit outside of the box. I, I'm, you know, obviously I agree with you. I feel like the Braves are going to come on uh, out on top from the National League side of things. I think in the World Series, anything could happen, yeah, even sure, if the Braves sure. are favorite, right? So I'm looking, I was looking at the American League. I think Baltimore Orioles, I think they could surprise mm-hmm. a few teams. You know, I know right now the Astros are definitely favored, but they're not favored that much higher than the Orioles. Sure. Who are I believe second? It's not like the Braves are, you know, in the National League. They're heads over shoulders over, you know. My, the Dodgers are close, but be, those two are on their own tier, right? But um, in the AL, everything's kind of close, you know. Right. So um, I'm looking at the Orioles. Gunnar Henderson, I think he might be a good play. You know, if the Orioles do make it, uh, uh, you know, hot shot rookie like Gunnar having a great season. And if he does well in the postseason, I think that could be a good short-term flip. Um, you know, on the National League, I did think of someone on the National League, though. I don't know what it is, but the Phillies, I'm scared of. I know they're playing the Braves, mm. but the Phillies in the playoffs with their fans. Their stadium like, was ran against. Right. Yeah. Like it, it was, was electric. Yeah. Electric. And I think that's like the intangibles. 
that you can't really, you know, factor into the game. But I, 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 I believe in that stuff, you know. So, um, and the Phillies are like they've been in the playoffs before, you know. It hasn't been. It's not like they're doing this for the first time. So at least they have the veterans that can, you know, Harper obviously. Trey Turner's been ripped, you know, doing really well the last half of the season. And I think he's being slept on. So my second choice is going to be Trey Turner. I think he's going to come up That's, big. I like that. Especially if the Phillies. Mm. Yeah, especially if the Phillies can overcome the Braves, Trey Turner is going to be a major player. So, and his his Bowman Chromes are cheap. Like I just saw Blue Refractor. Its list price is nine ninety nine, but wow. sold for five hundred dollars a month ago. A Blue That's Refractor Bowman Chrome BGS nine point five. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing deal. And if I'm going to choose from a Braves player, I'm not going to choose Acuna because you mentioned you know he's already high, mm-hmm. and I think there's a cap in terms of what kind of flip you can make. You know who's being slept on? Huge. The guy just led the league in home runs. Matt Olson. <laughs> Matt Olson. Is his orange refractor BGS nine point five number to twenty five obviously sold for three thousand eight hundred September twenty seventh, and his his base auto two hundred bucks. Like it is ridiculous how much like Matt Olson is flying under the radar. Yeah. And you know if if he hits bombs like he can obviously right. in in a timely manner. You're saying Jordan Alvarez, John. I could see Matt Olson coming, like you know, hitting key homers, right. yeah, like yeah. like throughout the playoffs, right? And um, I think that'll have to. I'm hoping to bump his value if he continues to hit bombs throughout the playoffs. So Matt Olson's my other guy, um, criminally underrated in my in my point of view. Yeah, and the Braves are amazing. Like you know, they lost Freddie Freeman, but they replaced him with Matt Olson. Like yeah. the Braves know what they're doing. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, that was a fun exercise. We'll see uh, how the rest of the playoffs shake out. Too bad the Jays couldn't. Uh, so frustrating watching oh, the Jays. God. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. <laughs> Scoring zero runs. It's uh, it's kind of like watching the Leafs. I remember the... Anyway, I won't go there. They, they just have a hard time scoring in the playoffs. <laughs> when it counts, they have a hard time producing it's ridiculous my feed was absolutely blowing up just so much absolute emotional (laughs) damage to (laughs) many people just they were venting Uh, people who've never posted in years are are just screaming their emotions you know what they felt (laughs) of what happened to the jays it's it's, it was a tough one but it is what it is right it's not i'll just put it this way just coming from someone inside of baseball been around the game Mm -hmm. it's not that easy baseball's very (laughs) very tough guys give give vladdy a break like he's still young he needs to learn from these mistakes you know you could blame blame analytics you could blame you know the the management uh upper staff but at the end of the day if 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 they ended up um you know, producing some runs, it would have looked genius, right? Yeah, so right. it's like it all it, it all depends on kind of the perspective you look at it. So I'm not I'm not too bad. Like it's expected. Toronto had a lot of uh, holes that they needed to fill in to actually be a an actual contender against some of these teams, and it, we got exposed uh, to Minnesota, which they have a solid team too. They, I mean, they do. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, no, that's good. That's a good note. <laughs> we, we all, all the fans talk like we could have just went into the game and did better ourselves. 100%. You know? so, uh, and that kind of reminds me of what Deion Sanders, you know how he's coaching the college yeah. team now, right? And, yeah. And uh, he was on a panel and 
with I think Stephen A. Smith and the question was what's the hardest thing you ever did like was it yeah. baseball playing baseball or playing football or coaching and then he he didn't even hesitate he's like hitting, hitting that, that small baseball <laughs> yeah yeah he's like, he's like that's why you get hundred millions of dollars by hitting it three out of ten times that's yeah, what you're gets a Hall you. of Famer yeah exactly Crazy. so that there you go more perspective um one more thing I want to say before we get to hobby headlines remember when I said in the last program the best thing you could wish for if you're in for the j-rod market is for seattle not to make the playoffs right Ooh. so keep them on your watch list boys because that's what i'm doing <laughs> getting ready for next year yeah okay let's let's move on now to hobby headlines so today instead of coming down on fanatics as we kind of did on our friday episode if you haven't heard it already with their taco fractor promo uh, fiasco. I thought we could give them some kudos for the good things they have been doing for the hobby. Namely, the way Fanatics has been marketing the hobby as of late. Um, I think it's been pretty impressive. You know, recently Michael Rubin, uh, to mark Top's Rip Night, he brought some famous buddies of his to a local card shop, such as Tom Brady, you might have heard of him, Kevin Hart, and Travis Scott. So, guys from different industries, which is cool. And I think that that day, I don't know if you saw a clip on social media, Tom Brady had one of his rookie cards. I think it was the Bowman Chrome. And he traded it to a little kid for one of his like Philadelphia Eagle jerseys that he had on. Uh-huh. So Sick. obviously the kid got the better end of the deal because that card was valued at a thousand bucks. So yeah, that was cool. Fanatics also did that special meet and greet uh, with Victor Wembanyama not too long ago with anyone who had the green refractor Bowman Chrome University autograph card. Um, and then gave away that specially inscribed card by Wemby, which said, first card I ever signed. So that was cool as well. And, um, you know, my opinion, they've really improved their social media game. Like I've seen a lot of slick posting, you know, it's night and day from what they were putting up a few years ago to this year, right? Yeah. So box cutters, the box cutters, (laughs) yeah, that's the infamous box cutters. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if that clip's still up there on their social media, but anyway, um, yeah, just wanted to ask you guys, are you impressed as I am with their recent marketing efforts or do you think they could do more to grow the hobby? I think I think we talked about this previously, Clark, like how this is where they were going to, you know, supposedly 10x the hobby or whatever. Right. Um, yep. is, is good marketing at the end of the day. And people might mm-hmm. not agree. Hobbyists probably don't agree that this is healthy for the hobby, is, is, is going mainstream because it's mm-hmm. going to uh, create more buzz where hobbyists aren't happy right so i get that but in in the grand scheme of things if you're trying to grow an industry or marketplace i mean it, it like M- michael rubin is doing exactly he's a good marketer he knows exactly what he's doing and he yeah. he's basically creating um, a huge amount of attention to his, his personal brand to fanatics to uh the whole sports cards industry right like we we are driven by social media and you know like like we said there's these are people that are very uh recognized in social media regardless so it's having them uh do collabs and stuff like that is is genius in terms of the marketing and we uh i think on previous episodes we we talked about beckett what they can do to improve uh, right. And one of them were marketing and then you have to fix your internal uh, logistics, right? So yeah. I think I think uh, Fanatics is doing a phenomenal job from the marketing side of things. 
I think where they're really, you know, trying to catch up is the logistics part, like trying to get internally, you know, on the same page where, you know, they can, you know, uh, be on par with their marketing. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think these two blunders that we discussed in the last episode were a prime example of that. So it's, uh, that's where they need to, I think, really address, uh, their I- internal issues because from the marketing standpoint, I think they're doing a great job. 100%. Yep. Yeah. That's fair for sure. Yep. Agreed. I think, um, I think it's great. You know, at, at the flash, you know, some of the old school people might, may think it's a little bit over to over the top i mean they're you know they're gonna hate on everything regardless so <laughs> let them be um yeah. it's it putting the hobby in the mainstream spotlight as much as you can and you know this is just the beginning so i i think it's um i definitely think it's a good thing and are they going to continue to do more to promote the hobby absolutely you know that i honestly the taco factor thing was about to be really amazing. It would have probably added on to the amazing things that they're doing right now. It's just, it was a bit of a blunder in terms of execution, but um, they're going to learn from it. They're going to do more. I personally, what I want to see, and I kind of touched on this a long time ago, I think it'd be super cool. I think I mentioned like Aaron Judge or something, but getting something that is highly desired by the hobby, right? Like let's say um, Otani, Otani's game used jersey from his 50, 60th home run or something, you know, some some sort of very significant event. Get all the patches, put them onto a card, pay Otani whatever he has to do to sign all of those cards with a kanji auto and <laughs> make 44 of them or how many how many product releases there are out there, right? Tops Fire, Tops Chrome, Tops Chrome Cosmic. If there's 50 different products, make 50 of them and one in every every um set mm. that you could you could pull right. a you know basically a one of one from that set but they're numbered out of 50 or whatever that number out of and just make this giant chase throughout all of their products so not only can somebody get that amazing card from Topps Chrome or something expensive like Topps Dynasty like a kid can get it from Topps Fire or some kind of cheap product right like i think that kind of uh widespread sort of chase mm. you know what it doesn't have to be otani it could be like a quad auto of all you know otani and mike trout and a whole bunch of crazy players yeah, yeah. just something very like very um desired i think would be so, like so cool like that's that's an idea i would love to see if they're listening <laughs> love it yeah that's that's a pretty good idea actually <laughs> um well, that's a good segue because I, I I also want to ask you guys if you had any other ideas for fanatics and for tops that they can take and hopefully implement to make the hobby, um, you know, or promote the hobby more than they have. So that's uh, I like that. Yeah. Thanks, man. Kyung, do you have one? I, I've got a couple myself, but I'll save it for the Sorry, last. Sorry, go 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 for it. Okay. Um, one. I I, don't, I feel like I brought this up in a previous episode for baseball cards specifically, but you could talk about any sport. Just sell cards at the stadium, right? Like, there, let there be a card store at every stadium, whether it's a Major League Baseball or or football stadium or hockey arena. Like, you know, just get, you know, it's, it's an extension of marketing, right? Mm. Like getting your brand out there, you know, and, and you know, it almost seems like a natural fit. Like you, who wouldn't want to rip product while they're at the game? You know, take it back to your seat, ripping product, and then, you know, um, it'll be a fun thing to do on top of, you know, drinking beer and having hot dogs maybe if you have a high-end product you don't want to eat around 
your cards (laughs) (laughs) just in case but um but yeah it'll be fun to do at the ballpark and kind of on the same lines my second idea is you know while the players are already there at the game you know why not have like a session where they could after the game come and sign the cards you know like Mm. it's just an hour you know like maybe put that in their contract they don't have to do it every game you know the players take turns you know aaron judge after a yankees game it's like, oh, yeah, for an hour, I'm going to just be at the booth here. And then, you know, you work out the logistics. Who can go there to sign, um, have their card signed or memorabilia signed? You know, that'll be, uh, I think, a cool thing for, you know, especially families that go there with kids. You know, um, just we talk about how the next generation, how we're going to get them involved with the hobby. Mm-hmm. This could be one of those ways. So those are my two tops. You can I take think, that yeah, as I, well. I, I think utility, like utility works really well, I think, from the marketing standpoint. I, yeah. I, I'd seen New Era. So New Era's actually launching a line of apparel, like a hats, that yeah. ha- that are card themed. So oh, okay. they, oh, they have uh, iconic cards and then you get a pack of cards with the purchase of, of a oh, hat no as way. well. Right? right so nice. now mix in an apparel. I think that's pretty cool. I'm a hat guy. So, um, you know, having that, I think, helps as well because... I think just having the right people in that kind of industry of, of, of apparel. New Era is a huge brand. It's associated with baseball. It's the official baseball hat, you know, and, you know, implementing um, that into kind of like the card world. I think it's a good idea. I, I, I personally like the designs because you get some pretty cool limited edition stuff, I think. And mm-hmm. if you keep it fresh, cool, keep, yeah. it, keep it uh, fast forward thinking and then, you know, do stuff like, okay, comes with a pack of cards that you could potentially, you know, again, you could implement utility in those specialty packs, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, McDonald's or New Era or whatever it is, you know, they could have their own uh, respective chase, right? Mm. Right. I like that. Good idea. While you're talking, I thought of another one. All right, what is it? So the Taco Fractor cards. <laughs> if you have a Taco Fractor card, you could take it to the ballpark and then you just get the, those tacos for free during that game. Right? Any taco? It's like, or Taco Bell. Well, no, any taco. Any taco. Because it's, it's not Taco Bell branded, right? So, no. you know, you could go to any ballpark. You know, like most ballparks sell tacos. I think I've seen it at Rogers Center too, you know? And, you know, they work on a deal with MLB. You just bring that card and you know what? Like that's incentive for them to come out to more games as well. That's you just, just bring like a that card membership. <laughs> exactly. Just never let go. Or you know, you can put a limit. Okay, one yeah. to two years. I don't know. Like it's good for this season coming up or something. <laughs> anyway, that's a free idea for you, tops. Get out of this blunder this way. <laughs> I might buy one if that was the case. You know, like ah, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. we need some, everyone we, thinks concessions expensive anyway we need some so. alcohol refractors or al- alcohol fractors <laughs> <laughs> beer fractors yeah. that'll be oh yeah i think there you go beer fractors. i think you get you you get a little more interest there yeah yeah I'm, there's some legal things i'm sure they have to deal with but you know fanatics <laughs> has a lot of money yeah they, they can, they they can work out. that out <laughs> all right well there you go um we, we like to be more balanced on this podcast. So after uh, ripping them for their Taco Fractors on Friday episode, they're doing amazing things on the marketing front of things. Um, so kudos to them. And we hope that continues for sure. Okay, let's go on to our next segment we call Overrated, Underrated. 
we haven't done this in a while, but if you are listening to this segment for the first time, it's pretty simple. I'm going to throw out five different hobby-related things to Hyung and John, and um, you're going to tell me if you think it's overrated or underrated, okay? All right, the first one. This uh, baseball card set just came out. I, I'm a big fan. wonder what you guys think of it. The Allen and Ginter baseball card set. Allen and Ginter baseball set. I think, oh, man. And for people that don't know, it's it's kind of like eccentric set. You know, it's not just baseball cards. Right. Their subsets have like types of birds or types right. of stadiums. This is like very random. Um, and also they have non-sports or non-athlete uh, like celebrity yeah. autograph cards as well. Yeah, I think I think for the most part it is underrated. But like I think in general, if you're if you're a hobby snob, it's it's overrated. Right. you know what i mean i think there's if as a collector there's cool stuff but as like a oh bowman chrome tops chrome like i don't get there eh, not interested <laughs> right so i'm gonna say mm. overrated i'm gonna mm. i'm gonna be the snob of this but yeah. uh yeah. <laughs> yeah okay that's that's fair yeah i could see young's point it doesn't uh necessarily get you excited um but i I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to, I feel like I know where Clark's going. So I'm going to go ahead and side with Clark and say it's, yes. uh, it's underrated. Um, I think that designs are very cool. Like it's kind of going, taking you back to that sort of cigar era, uh, way back in the day, like T206 vibes. Uh, obviously mm-hmm. that's where they're, they're getting their ideas from. And then the fact that the, you know, very eccentric stuff like birds and stuff is, is, whatever but the fact that they put in sort of pop culture autographs and things like that i think that's a that's pretty neat so um i'm i'm for it it not doesn't necessarily get you out of your seats but is it underrated i'm gonna say yes yes sir it's super underrated guys like alan ginter <laughs> like when i got back into the hobby it's one of those sets i always bought every year right but t- to your point like you can't get a lot of hits from it like it's really hard to pull you know hits that are of any value so you're doing it for the fun of it and you know like all the ones that i have that are considered hits like um my anthony bourdain autographed card which i got from the alan ginter that's pretty cool yeah i got on ebay for 35 bucks like it was very affordable back then you know and and you know unfortunately he passed and and now it's going for a few thousand you know like yeah so you know but i like collecting Slubs too, like you know, non athletes as well. So it's the perfect set for me. And it's on card. And um and it's on card Ooh, auto, yeah. Underrated. Yeah. Underrated. Yep, there you go. All, right. all on card. There's no sticker autos, John. Oh, in the Allen Kinter yeah, set. I'm at on all. board. I'm on board. I'm getting a box. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah, it's relatively cheap. It's one fifty, one sixty every year. You know, it's a cheap product to rip. I don't know what, all right. what some days I get the snobby version of you guys, some days I get the collector <laughs> which, which one is the, it, guys? Come on. <laughs> Yeah, feels left Ginter, out. Really? No, I'm, on, I'm not dude. ripping Allen Ginter. It didn't even cross my mind. I'm thinking Bowman Chrome, <laughs> Bowman Chrome, and maybe Taco Fractor oh, hunting man. and Super Fractor hunting. Okay, stop being a snob, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is there, there's Allen and Ginter Chrome now, right? There is Allen. Yeah. Ginter okay. Chrome. Is, yeah. You know what? That's overrated. That is overrated. Mm. Like the subsets of Allen Ginter. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but the original Allen Ginter, yeah. Um, okay, the next one is kind of related to Alan Ginter because you can get these as as a, like case hits, cut autograph cards. Okay, so just generally speaking, cut autos. What do you think? Overrated or underrated? Let me let me take a look at these for a sec. 
So and it doesn't have, have to be. I'm, I'm not talking about cut autos just from the Alan Ginter, but cut autographs in general. In general? Yeah. So and for people that don't know what cut yeah, auto what, is, it's. You want to explain that? Yeah, for the listeners, it's. Um, it's usually of like old time players or old celebrities where they they have a their autograph from a check that they wrote something long time random, ago. yeah. And they insert it into the card, yeah. They cut or they like cut a document, yeah. They cut the autograph off signed. of the document or whatever it is, and then put it onto a card, and then it's called. Hence the name, yeah. Cut autos, yeah. yeah. Let me just so. take a look at the checklist here. See what type of names <laughs> we're talking about. You know, there's. Isn't there I mean, Jackie Robinson? Yeah, there, there, there's some. I think, I think the cut autos may be different because there's some big names of some big time people, and it's a cool little piece of history. Um, past presidents. Yeah, past yeah. presidents. You got George Bush. You know, yeah. even Chris Farley. Jeez. There you uh, go. Yeah, I mean, I mean, cool. yeah, it, I, I'd say it's pretty cool. Uh, it's a cool thing if if that's what you're <laughs> what you're into, you know. So. Like I, I, know I can't. Where I, going. I mean, I can't say it's overrated. Like I would be thrilled to receive mm. like a George Bush cut auto because I know that the val- there's value in it, right? So I, I would say you know, because um, there's a market for it, I would say it's uh, I would say it's properly rated, but I still think okay. it's it's overrated um, because of the price it goes for, right? It's like it's such a niche niche uh, product that I I don't know I. I'm not a big fan of Allen and Ginter myself, so I can't say that it's underrated, right? And because there's a huge demand for it. If there was no demand for it, then it would be overrated, right? So I'm gonna kill, still say, uh, uh, yeah, it's overrated. Okay. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to say I, I do. First of all, I do think it's pretty cool, and if you know, I would be very, very excited if I had a card like that. Um, but I will say it's over, it's definitely overrated. You know, if you got a Jackie Robinson, you know, I remember seeing the video of uh, the soccer player, professional soccer player ripping with Michael Rubin or whoever he was ripping with. And he ends up getting the Jack, like the luck card, you know, come on, like, really? He's going to, he actually gets that card. <laughs> but aside from that, he gets it. Um, and I think it's hype because I don't know that Jackie Robinson, one of one from top dynasty or whatever it comes out of, it's probably goes for like 10 grand. And you could probably buy a cut auto. PSA authenticated on eBay of Jackie Robinson for a lot less. It's the same thing. It just didn't come mm. from the chase, quote unquote, right? And you know that because it's a chase, it's probably worth three x like a regular Jackie Robinson cut auto that off of, like you said, Clark, like off of a random check or a piece of paper that somebody had online that's authenticated. Um, so is it overrated? Yeah, for sure, because you can get the ex- literally the exact same product um, outside for a lot less. So yeah. Yeah, you know what? I love cut autos, um, but I'm going to say it's overrated as well. So it's going to be a sweep. Uh, one incident that reminds me, remember when that Babe Ruth, George Brett fiasco? Oh, yeah. You know, that the card uh, I forgot um, about that. Yeah. was supposed to be Babe Ruth, but it was of George Brett, <laughs> I think, right? And and um, and then they fixed it by putting another cut auto of Babe Ruth. So they had another one right available, yeah, I, I guess. That. So I'm yeah. like... yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I wonder how many Babe Ruth signed sheets they have <laughs> in the back right. that they could put a, they, they could make another card out of it. So that kind of made me think it's not as rare as we probably think mm. it is. So, so I'm gonna say it's overrated, but it does go for big bucks in general. Right. Okay. Third one, we talked about Bowman Chrome. Okay, this is for you, Young. The pearl refractors. Have you guys seen what those are? It's a, it's yes. a pearl 
special packs that you get from the Bowman Chrome set. And um, it's just a pro refractor. It's like a gray white shine. Wait, how do so you get these packs? It's extremely it's rare. I think they're numbered randomly inserted. Yeah. Or something really low numbered. But I think one, I have I haven't seen a pro refract because I haven't ripped too much chrome, but from what I've heard, they're beautiful. Like absolutely mm. stunning cards. But like I said, if you're looking at it from a snob perspective, it's not a true refractor. <laughs> you know, you're looking for your own I'd rather have an orange or a red any day. Yeah. Um, especially at that price point. These aren't cheap. The Pearl Autos mm. usually go for a premium. And um, yeah, they're super, super short printed. So um, I think they're overrated, to be honest, but they are beautiful cards. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm. They're, if, if, if I had one, I would probably like it and keep it. And I would say they're underrated. But because I don't have <laughs> it right now, I can't say that they're uh, underrated. All right. Sounds, uh, okay. It sounds like the Panini White Sparkle Packs, basically. Kind of, yeah. I'd say, they're, but I'd say the white pearl sparkle the same is a color. lot nicer. But the pearl refractors are nice. They look kind of like sepia to me, though. I don't know. That's what I was going to mm. say. That's what I was going to say. A shinier sepia. Didn't know that. I'm gonna, I think it's easy. I think it's overrated. If it's manufactured, you know, like, yeah, there's hype. Yeah, it's a good product. But, you know, it's kind of like national VIP. Like, you know, they, they come out with a set. And it's not that popular because it's a national, but this is, I think it's a very similar idea. It just happens to be uh, the main product. So I get it. Would I love to have one? <laughs> yeah, I probably would. <laughs> but, you know, based on the price, what I'm hearing from you guys, um, obviously, like, this is definitely something that, that we know the hobby well enough that this is easily something the hobby would be very excited about. So you can see prices being expensive. So, yeah, overrated. Yeah, it's an easy one. It's overrated, and I think I just my sepia comment. Like, uh, you know, I, I guess if I if I saw in person, I might change my mind. I have never seen one in person, but it's kind of like a cross between sepia and um, like, those like negatives. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's like, weird. So it's it's not something for me. So overrated. Okay, two more. The Topps Chrome Cosmic Planetary Pursuit insert set. You guys heard of this? Yes. Or it's a subset, but um, each player or the players that are in the subset, there's a, a Mercury, Venus, Earth, blah, 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 all the way down to Pluto. They consider a planet parallel of it. And each one has a different rarity. The further you go away from the sun, it's supposed to be more rare, but there's controversy because um, on a side note, apparently Venus or something like no is Venus. the most rare. Yeah. yeah. Like no one has seen a Venus, which is yeah. for a uh, <laughs> Another debacle. <laughs> we should talk about it Friday. Frank, this <laughs> yeah. is absurd. They're like, "What? Venus isn't farther than Pluto?" <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, what do you think about the planetary pursuit intercept from the Topps Chrome Cosmic? Okay, boxes? before before bef- I, I understand as as if you're it, a lot of people enjoy it. I'll say that. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I feel like there's a theme with Young. Hey, I just. I'm just a snob today. Um, <laughs> I think they're super overrated. It's like I. I like. I think it, if you pulled one, you, yeah, you'd be excited. You'd be like, these are the best things. They look amazing. But then, yeah, you know, long term, I don't think it's something you probably sell it anyways, right? Or you know, if you're a collector, you keep it because you like the card, which is great, mm-hmm. you know. But I think. Uh, it's it's a little gimmicky the whole top scrum cosmic 
Um, I'm not a fan. I stick with I, I, I really like the Bowman Chromes and Topps Chrome. Like that's that's my my jam. So anything outside of that, you know, Topps Finest, Bowman's Best, maybe, you know, but like for me, <laughs> Topps Chrome Cosmic is a little push, so I'm out. Overrated. Yeah. Topps Chrome Cosmic. <laughs> oh. Trash. Hate it. <laughs> trash. He called it trash. <laughs> Whoa, come on, man. Just, I, I'm so tired of respect. You know, similar to <laughs> similar to Allen and Ginter Chrome. Like I, I I love Chrome being a little bit more exclusive. Like they're just slapping Chrome on everything just to because people know, like you see the word chrome, you kind of get excited. Like the hobby likes the word chrome. And they're really like watering down tops chrome. Like Top this, top screen this, top screen that, uh, Sapphire, Sapphire update. Like, it's just a little too much. And then coming out with Cosmic, I think the year before they had a different product that was Chrome and Sonic. So yeah, Sonic, I, I'm, I'm just not a fan of this sort of like mm. oversaturation of such a special cardstock, you know, top Chrome. Like, especially that branding top Chrome. So I'm not a fan of that. That's why, you know, like, I don't mean to pick on Cosmic, but that's why I kind of call it trash. Now, in terms of the idea of the fact that it is cosmic and it's like furthest from the sun, making a parallel in that sense, I think that's a great idea. That's a very unique way of distributing parallels. That's so much better than just the way prison, like white sparkle, donut circles, like just complete, meaningless, (laughs) ridiculous parallels. I think in terms of the execution of the parallels, great, great, fantastic idea. But, you know, overall... I, I'm getting a little tired of all, seeing all these sort of like Topps Chrome subsets, but yeah, overrated overall. Yeah, I hear you. I think it's slightly underrated. I love like to your last point, John, right. like the thinking behind the parallels, like, you know, the I think I think that's not, there's not enough credit for the thing. Whoever thought of that, right. that's like, okay, cool. there's some thought Super into cool. that yeah. parallel system. I like it. Mm-hmm. Right. Other than that, they screwed up with Venus, apparently. <laughs> like, if they didn't screw up, it would have been perfect execution. <laughs> but they messed up there, too, apparently. So um, so it is overrated because <laughs> there's no Venus, apparently, in the set. But as kids, like, it's, you know, Top Scrum Cosmic is more for kids. Like, yeah, it's I, a great, yeah. I hope so, yeah, kids. I'd hope so. It'd be it a fun chase for like them. Top's isn't it, isn't it pretty like, expensive, though? That's the problem, right? No? I think it's, it's Chrome, somewhat affordable. It's- yeah. yeah, I don't think it's. Yeah. I mean, I think there was more of a premium because there was, uh, I believe, Taco Fractor chasing. Like you right, could still right. pull Taco Fractors out of it, so I oh, think it that's was. True. Yeah. It was a little hyped more this year because last right. year you had like Top Chrome Sonic, Top Chrome Black. And that's then, right. right. That's know, what I'm thinking. This year's like, like stuff like Tops High Tech. Like that's a mm. brand that mm. kind of like tops fire. I I kind of see it in that category, but you're right. Like it's a good rip if uh you know you're younger and you have a budget and it it's chrome at the end of the day so you get mm-hmm. you get the shiny stuff they're beautiful cards so yeah and you could do a like set collect with a planetary pursuit so yeah going back to the they shouldn't have put the taco fractures in the set i don't know why they put mm-hmm. it in the top scroll yeah. cosmic that was ridiculous it, it, it makes it, no it, sense an extra 100 set yeah. plus the wild card yeah all right I hope this is the last time we talk about Taco Fractors. Um, yes. <laughs> last, last one. I know, Hyung, <laughs> you don't have to talk because I know where you're going to go, okay? The Joy of Baseball, Bob Ross, oh, top man. set. I've seen that. I've seen that today. I'm a big Just, Bob Ross 
Like I, are you? Well, I I, I grew up. You on grew it. up on Bob yeah, Ross. I grew up on okay, it. Yeah, and the craziest, mind blowing thing that people don't know: every mm-hmm. episode painted a larger picture. So if you what compile you all his 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 oh, paintings over the year, yeah, it's yeah. one big picture. It's one big journey no of, of life. So that's why it's like he's a he's the OG of art. Okay, so I respect that. I I watched him growing up. So, but okay. like like I said, like that's art. That's not cards. Like. Uh, it has nothing to do with my collectability or will I, you know, open a pack of or a, a blaster box or whatever they come in, you know, with, with the, the Bob Ross. I've seen the cards too. They're, they're not even that great, to be honest, the art. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm saying overrated. Okay. okay. <laughs> what do they call? Let me, let me, let me quickly look it up. What is it? Bob Ross uh, the art. Joy of. of baseball, Bob Ross. It's hilarious. Top. I think you have Bob Ross in the middle with Otani and Judge and Julio and Mookie and Soto and Gunner on the front. And Bob Ross is right smack in the dead middle. Just kind of <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but it, the, the background image is not done by Bob Ross? Like it's not a... It's not his painting, yeah. Oh, okay. Shoot, then uh, it's overrated. Not at least <laughs> it's like a printed version of... You know, a lot of on card autos. I'm or sorry, a lot of uh, sticker autos. I'm sticker seeing. autos. Oh, sticker goes. autos. Oh man. Okay. Honestly, I I'm wouldn't like... want the Bob Ross card though. There is a Bob Ross card. I'm I'm down for that Bob Ross card. <laughs> You're down for the non baseball card. Non baseball card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I can appreciate the crossover attempt. Is it? Are the boxes expensive? I don't know anything about this product. Two hundred bucks, but it's sold out very quickly, oh. and it's on resale for three fifty. Oh right man. Now. Uh, yeah, that's way too expensive. I'm gonna say overrated, but <laughs> the the idea is is yeah, it's pretty cool. And I I, I don't mind. Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing the image of some like oh, it looks pretty cool. Like the yeah, I don't mind it at all. But yeah, that's kind of expensive. Overrated for now. All right, there's another edition of overrated underrated for you. We'll we'll do this again soon in a future episode. All right, let's end off with our regular weekly segment we call pick one. And I know Hyung usually starts, but I'm going to start this week because it has something to do with taco fractures. Okay, oh, and this is the last time I'm going to talk about it. Okay, all right. So I looked at recent comps of taco fractures, so I'm sure it's doubled or it's going to be more expensive now because there's only five, and now we know which ones are more valuable. Okay, so let's say this is just a hypothetical: a Ronald Acuna taco fracture. For three thousand dollars, okay. The last one sold for fifteen hundred, so let's say it doubled, three thousand bucks, or a Mookie Betts taco fracture for half that, fifteen hundred. Which one would you go for? Mookie, fra- Mookie, half that, hundred percent. You know okay, why? Wow, I think the odds are just as good. Mm, that the like Dodgers or the Braves would go. Yeah, on. that's that's what you're essentially betting on is who one who's qualifies. Right, mm. so it's like, would you, would you, if I were to say, Clark, would you bet two thousand dollars for Atlanta to win with the same payout, or a thousand dollars for LA to win, same payout? Okay, you'd pick LA because the buy-in's cheaper. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Mookie. Interesting. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's you know what? excellent point. So I changed my one. <laughs> one okay. Because <laughs> I will go Mookie too. <laughs> Ronald Acuna, three thousand bucks, or Aussie Albies for half that. 
Ozzy Albies for half that. Okay. Although Acuna's stolen 70 plus bases, you know, more likely to to steal. You're right. You're right. That that that's more of an even one, I'd say. But let me let me check. Uh, so so hang on. You have to go to the World Series to start to qualify. Well, you got to you got to qualify. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Assuming that's the case. Right. Sure. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm gonna change my answer here. Ooh. I'm gonna go Ronnie Ronald Acuna. Hmm. Okay. Because Ozzy Ozzy is not as a bag stealer as he should be. He's a five eight. He's a 5'8", 170 pounds soaking wet that hits 30 home runs a year, which is insane. And he doesn't steal <laughs> yeah. bags. He, he has 13 bags this season. Oh, that's it's it. Like, oh, that's still double digits. Come on. Yeah, but if now if we're playing odds, it's like, okay, you know, let's, that's way <laughs> right. too little. You know, I, I expected him 3K, to have like 20, 20. I, I expected him to be a 30-30 guy, you know. I'm sure he's had those seasons in the past. No, he's his, his really? biggest... Uh, his biggest uh, season is uh, in in terms of bags. Hang on, let me just quickly check this. His mm-hmm. best season was twenty in twenty twenty one. Okay, still. which is very low for him. Like so, a player like him, right? Like, but then he does drop some bombs. So I mean, he's hit thirty plus in the last couple full seasons. So, but yeah, okay. I'm gonna go. So- I'm gonna go Acuna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Acuna. Play the odds. Double the price for Acuna. Gotcha. Okay, John. I am. Uh, I don't want tacos that bad. And I think the odds of you losing money and not winning the taco fractors is still very, very high because you got the other. You got the American the league that you got to compete with, and right. all the different players. You don't know who's gonna get the first couple of hits. You don't know who's gonna attempt to steal a bag. Um, so I'm gonna play the odds of not winning and if i'm not gonna win i want to see you know i will lose a lot less money with ozzy albies but there's still some sort of a chance to still win so i'm gonna play the conservative side i'm going ozzy albies (laughs) you know i'm gonna make this easy i love tacos so ronald acuna this give me the best odds Okay. Okay, I got that out of the way. Let me Sean, you, let me go second because okay. I am also okay, going to go talk about stupid taco fractures. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So in the in in the theme of re- redeeming money, right? Because you're going to redeem mm-hmm. taco fractors. So we're going to say, um, let's say you didn't redeem the winning taco. So let's say Acuna is the winning taco fractor, and you have right. it, and you don't redeem it. Do you think that what's better value in future for investment? Keeping, not redeeming the Acuna Taco Fractor or not redeeming two low-end Super Fractors from Bowman Chrome? So either way, you're keeping a relic of a very bad screw-up by Tops. But what, mm-hmm. which one that you're holding on to that you don't end up redeeming for money do you think would have potentially the better future investment? So what? What? So on, what if? What if you have like? A so like like Vic, like Victor Asturias, two Vic, not, okay, not, two, I'm talking two, about low two, low end. Lower yeah. end. I'm going with the two taco two seven thousand super. Fractors. I'm going with the taco fractor. Here's why. I'm going with the taco fractor because some guy will buy that off me for ten grand. 
some freaking Taco Bell lover who just crushes Taco Bell day and night is going to buy that thing for 10 grand. He's going to have a deal. He's going to get, you know, what is it? Uh, 75% uh, of his value. So it's like, I'm going to sell that Taco Fractor and cash out completely. I think you're, I pretty, can't get that I think you're the, too I confident. I think that, that card, you could sell it for like two, three grand. No, you could sell it for more. There's, there's, there's some hungry guys out there that would, <laughs> that would, that would take the fifteen thousand dollar gift gift card. I guarantee you, in this hobby, if you could make a thousand bucks, people will take that chance. I see it all the time. You know, that's true. People, yeah. people spending ten thousand dollars on a card to sell it the next month for eleven thousand and take that risk. So it's no different there. I would, I would cash out on the Taco Fractor. But, but hang on, the question is future relic so let's say you kept it and the redemption is done which <laughs> which kept redemption of tops's screw up do you think could have long-term value keeping the taco fractor card or keeping two there's one no of value ones? on the taco fractor card if there there might there i don't know there might be no John, I'll sell you all the taco fractors you want, buddy. <laughs> after the, no, the, after the winning, the winning taco fractors. So like, yeah, but, it, but if you don't acclaim it, it's worthless. Like they close it off. They're like, I'm yeah. sorry. It's like, it's like, would you rather have an Otani Redemption auto that's expired, or right. a, a, an auto that's not expired? Right. That's true. But I would say, I would say, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sticking with my answer. Taco fractor, it is. <laughs> well, I mean, like, if the redemption's passed, then I, I would, I would go for the duplicate superfractor. Yeah, the, they would literally passed, have no value. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if it didn't, then I'm with Young. Like, the, did you, you know? I sent you that link of that backyard breaks guy. He's like, he's he needs that fifteen thousand dollar gift card yesterday. So there's someone <laughs> that's gonna buy. Somebody <laughs> wants Taco it. Factor. Somebody <laughs> wants it. There will there will always be a market for it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right, silly, uh, silly question deserves silly answers. I didn't well, think it through. Well, what, what, what would you pick? Uh, I just thought it was a, a, a originally. My original thought was maybe this is a fun way of one of the two relics that you ended up keeping of such a a big mistake. Um, on the one hand, you have rarity because a taco factor would be numbered out of five, and presumably, if the four others got pulled, they would you would have the only it. one. So you would have the only one, right? So you may potentially have one, one of one of a pretty fun, stupid relic of, of the past. Or you could have two super factors. And I don't know. You may also be the only one then too. I don't know. But um, I would probably, I think I would go over the super factors, but because the fact that it's a super factor, but yeah. Silly question. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I hope you have a more serious one. I have somewhat of a serious one. We talked about, uh, I think it was earlier in the show, um, you know, some underrated buys uh, on playoffs or during MLB playoffs. And yeah. I had actually four cards, including Austin Riley and um, who was the other guy? Um, Mookie Betts. I'm going to eliminate them. Um, okay. And I'm going to go uh, back to Bryce Harper. A Bo his Bowman Chrome Autograph 9.5, his base auto, uh, it's True Gem Plus, last sold for 730 bucks. Wow. Okay. I, I, I think Bryce Harper is super underrated. Two-time MVP. He might win his third, you know, before his career ends. And if he's that, he's in elite category. So 730 bucks. Or 
Would you invest in a 2018 Jordan Alvarez Bowman Chrome Refractor BGS 9.5 for 600 bucks? Mm. So would you go with the refractor out of 499 of Jordan Alvarez, right? Or would you go with uh, Bryce Harper for 730 on a base auto? And let's 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 uh, keep it with the theme that you're not planning to long term hold this. You're you're planning to just make a make a quick flip uh, by the end of the playoffs. You know who I'm going for? I'm gonna, I think it's easy for me. It's it's going to be Bryce, even with the base auto. Mm. I think he has more of a personality, and honestly, like. Not a lot of people like the Astros, you know? We talked about this before too, right? Right. And, you know, like, <laughs> the, I think the clip where Bregman, you know, kind of half bragged that they're, you know, Houston got in and no one expected them to. Like, they're just, you know, playing that villain kind of role now. They've they've just accepted it at this point, you know? And and good for Houston to really embrace that and, and you know. But, I mean, that has impacts with the uh, fans and collectors outside of houston so um i guess um uh, this is a biased choice nice does, well, sorry does uh does does houston versus philly play any of that into it considering hey if philly gets eliminated first round houston gets by there would be no movement in price for bryce yeah um not really but, but philly can you know move houston- on. I feel like it move on, but Houston yeah. has moved on and the price action hasn't changed much either. Right. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they deserve more of I, a boost. I think Jordan ha- did have a boost during that, uh, when he went off in the, in the, in the world series when they won it. But then, yeah, you're right. For the most part, he's been stagnant uh, mm. across the board, but yeah. same with Bryce ever since his injury his his prices have tanked as well. So it's true. Hmm. Man, you're making me. Uh, you're making me rethink. So I, John, or, uh, John, you like you like the shiny stuff. I'm just saying. I know. You know what? Off the <laughs> top, we were talking ice. about MLB playoffs, and I and I actually briefly mentioned Jordan, like picking somebody like Jordan off of Houston. So I think it would make sense for me to double down on what I said, but I don't know. After what Clark said, I I think I'm changing my mind. I'm I'm with you, Clark. I think I forgot about how much people still hate Houston. Number one, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I feel uh, now I'm rethinking. Like I think Jordan's hype window is disappeared. He's also very one-dimensional, but he's he's been raking. But somebody like Jordan and somebody like our our boy Luis Robert, at this point in the hobby, it's gonna take a lot for them to get noticed. Like I think for and for on the, on the other side, Bryce Harper, he, he may. They may be one and done. They might not even make it past the next round. But Bryce Harper has already established himself. I think Philly fans are super excited. I think baseball fans in general are, you know, they're they're okay with Bryce Harper. And if he were to hit, even in this next series, if he were to hit a walk-off home run, I could see some hype behind that. You know what I'm saying? If Jordan hit a white walk-off home run in the next series, I don't really see anything. Even if he hit it in the in the uh, American League Finals. I don't really see movement, right? Let's say he, they even win the World Series. Like, I don't know. I think I'm starting to to see what you're saying, Clark. I, it would take a absolute heroic effort by something very, very special, 
Whereas on the other side, Bryce Harper, he could just hit a walk-off home run and boom, his card spikes like 10, 15%. So um, I, I give me Bryce Harper. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think for me, long-term, I would pick Bryce Harper. I think he's definitely the better buy. That's an easy one. Yep. I, just don't, I just don't see Philly beating Atlanta first round. That's, and that's that, fair that too. might be the biggest kicker where mm. can can Bryce do enough where how, do I want to invest him in the short term because they have a big uh, task in front of them with taking down Atlanta uh, in the first series. So for me, Houston is a, is a team that I think will make it potentially to the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Jordan is a, is a type of player that just freaking shows up when Houston needs them most. And, He's a big time player. Both of them are. Bryce, you never know. If 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 he goes if he goes past Atlanta, then his prices are gonna go up. But if I don't see that happening. So just on that alone, on the short that's why I said short term, at least I, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with uh, Jordan because it's a refractor. And I think if uh, he becomes like a you know ALCS MVP or something like that where you know, he 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 be, becomes the hero. I think the spotlight's going to be because it's so cheap, six hundred bucks for a refractor auto. I think it could potentially go to you know double, maybe potentially at the right time with the right person, right? So I don't see that with Bryce Harper unless he gets past the uh, the Braves the first round. So I'm going to go Jordan. It's uh, and you never know. Next week we might uh, it might be a little different. <laughs> when this actually airs <laughs> yep that's baseball yeah but it's a good one all right i'm glad we um ended off more on a serious note and um the taco fracture episode is now over so that's thank so you close. for <laughs> and, uh, well never say never we never know what uh what happens in the hobby so um but yeah thanks for listening to this episode and uh we appreciate you guys if you haven't give us five stars and you did enjoy this episode we would uh love that and uh, we'll have a brand new episode for you next week talk to you then bye hey thanks for listening to cards to the moon we'd really appreciate you subscribing to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and you can also connect with each of us on instagram at five card guys or you can follow hyung at integrity sports cards or John at TradeU at Recess. You can also check us out at fivecartguys.com. Thanks again, and hope to connect soon.